it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Soccer show. We are the Blue Testament. My name is Cody Bradley. I've got Bob and Thad in the studio with me tonight. We are sans trost again. Allie is feeling under the weather. Yeah, we miss her. I know it's just. (laughs) I like the way it sounds. Sorry, Bob. No, no, it's all right. We we do miss her. She'll be back, right? Right. So we are here for another shade of blue. Soccer show, and it's a pretty. Well, I mean, a happy blue. Is that, a, is that an oxymoron? I'm feeling very good. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like a tour of Bob Lasker. <laughs> Let's not go there. Happy little blue, right? Uh, yeah, I'm feeling good in spite of uh, struggling through that one-to-one draw in Colorado. But I got to go back to that. And, you know, Cody refuses to call me Robert. You know, it's it's Bobbert oh. or Bob <laughs> or <laughs> some other form of it. So you know. 
Wait, so is Bob not your preferred? Uh, I kind of prefer Robert, you know, oh. but, you know, whatever. Okay. You're my Mr. friend, Cody. Rosser. Whatever you want to. Oh, God. Mr. No. Rosser. Yeah, I'll do that. Whatever you want to call me, Cody. Uh, Mr. Rosser, we have a question. Somebody actually asked me if I've ever heard the name Bobbert, and I was like, yeah, matter of fact, yeah, I have. <laughs> yeah, I like Bobbert. My dad's name is Robert, and so I, I that's where I've heard that one. There you, you go. You call your dad Bobbert? No. My thing I've heard is weird friends do it to him, so. So you decided to be that weird friend. I'm the weird friend now. That's all right. Okay, let's just start off with the Scotiabank CONCACAF Champions League 2019 semifinal second leg match against Independiente, or Kai. As you like to call him. <laughs> I like to call him Independiente. I like saying that word. That is a pretty cool word. But on the on TV, oh, sorry, on Yahoo Soccer, they're called Kai. But they don't well matter then. anymore because they're C-A-I. they went back to Panama disappointed. You know what would be a good career choice at this moment, though, is to be a player agent for, you know, Panamanian players or just CCL teams that don't show up on the radar very often. Yeah, I hope yeah. Uh, I hope a couple of those guys got on the radar of a bigger team and something happens for them. Thad yeah. has a little story about that, I think, actually. Didn't yeah. the goalkeeper contact you or something? Yeah, the goalkeeper contacted me through Instagram wanting some pictures. So yeah. Actually, it reminds me. I got to give him some. I said I would. How did he? That's really cool. <laughs> that but how cool. did he know to contact you? He just found a guy that has a lot of sporting pictures, I guess. I think I must have hashtagged like CAI oh. in it, or or the uh, Scotia Bank Concacaf <laughs> Champions <laughs> like League, like Cody likes to say. <laughs> hashtag SCCL, SCCL 2019. 2019. <laughs> I think I must have hashtagged something in there that he found me. Well, that's cool. Um, can we talk about him? <laughs> We, well, well, I mean, you know, we have to talk about the game. We have to talk about him, don't we? Yeah. My mean, God. Would we not talk about him just because he's now a friend of mine? No. <laughs> well, I was just getting at because I feel like you know where I'm going to stand on this discussion about him based well, on my track record. From your track record. Tree, yes, man. we know. We know. So Wasn't this discussion on our on our Blue Testament board? Yeah, people were all about him. Yeah, He's I know. the greatest fucking keeper in the world, apparently. But there was somebody standing up for your point of view, wasn't there? Yeah. And, okay, he had some good saves. Like, there were some good saves. Yeah, some very good saves. The Yeah, the very good save was uh, uh, Graham Zussi's free kick. That was, that was very a very good, good save. Yeah. He, he made a pretty he, good one on Felipe's vo- volley, too. First, first volley. Yeah. <laughs> That was one. That's one that people were giving him all this credit for. And I get after, you know, if that was a first save, people would be like, oh, that was a comfortable save for the keeper. But since it was his ninth, it was like, <laughs> oh, my God, how is he doing this? It was it was like a Scott Sterling moment. Good point, Cody. It was. Touche. And, and, and people, if you saw that keeper get hit in the face with the shot from Namath, and said anything resembling that he did a good job there. <laughs> I just, we're never going to understand each other. Even on, I know that that was a second save. But the first one was not that good. It was about a foot to his right. He fell over and pushed it right into the in, into the, the path of opposing players. And then got a ball smashed directly in his face. Like, I'm not giving him credit for that. I can't do it. If you've never listened to us before, I appreciate very good keepers. Davidea is probably worth as much as 
one of the most expensive strikers in the planet because he is that good. Tim Melia is invaluable for this team because he came out of nowhere and he and he does miraculous things. But we'll talk about Colorado later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoops, yeah, bad timing on that one. <laughs> I said that without a sense of irony either. I didn't even like think about it. But the thing that gets me is you often hear when a when a keeper gets hit like that in the face or in the chest or a ball shot directly at him and they didn't move, you hear things like and they say it with a straight face. They say things like he did well to make himself big. <laughs> I just Oh, it just makes me lose it every time I hear things like that. Okay. Cuz you know I have to play counterpart. Yes, I know. All right. So let's let's start off with he made not one, not two, but probably six or seven good saves, okay? He made some that were directly at him. No, I'm not going to deny that. But part of that is being in being a good keeper is being in the right spot and he made the one save that was not so great that went out and was rebound the and somebody shot it back in Namath or Russell whoever that was, but the fact that he didn't do a great save meant that he had to do get back up and be in the right spot. Yeah, so let's make sure to give him a lot of credit for standing up. <laughs> if you have gotten I'm hit just by some of those and shots, enjoy this, folks. Hope you know you that too. it's not always. Oh, so we're giving him credit for. For being a keeper, just just simply choosing to be a keeper, now he gets credit for that also. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. Well, you're saying, oh, if you've if you've ever taken some of these shots, yeah, I, he knows that. That's what being a keeper is. They know that going in. Yeah, but I'm just if you let me finish. Okay. <laughs> you've taken some of these shots. Getting back up that fast is not always the easiest thing to do. So he's made the saves. He's he's done all of this. He's bounced around. He's dove and now he's getting back up and i've seen quite a few very good people very good players turn away from shots coming at them uh matt beasler in the world cup okay Defender, he turned a little bit yeah yeah, yeah no, i know but, that yeah i but, remember it but that's also a defender's job is to block shots yeah okay yeah and this guy did it with his face yeah he, there's not much time to react, but he also wasn't flinching away from it. I mean, he was doing his job. That was yeah. good work. I'm not saying it was the greatest save ever, and it was also because he didn't do the best save right before that. Totally admit yeah. it. But he made several good saves in that process, in, in that game. It wasn't like one, and, you know, if that was the only moment of the game, okay, you got some argument there. But it's not the only moment of that game, okay? There's lots of times, yes, people shoot, and they shoot it right at the keeper, and that's good positioning. Okay, that's not a great save. Okay, good positioning. This is another, I want to talk about this also. Go for it. I understand the arg- I I get that. You do have to know where to be standing. You have to know how to cut off angles. But didn't you learn that as a high school keeper? Like, doesn't doesn't a high school keeper basically learn have nowhere to stand in every single situation? No. <laughs> okay, like a decent one. A decent high school keeper knows or has learned at one point, maybe they forgot because they're in high school, but has learned where you're supposed to be standing. And that's, again, that's another one of these things that it's like good positioning, yeah, I guess. But if that was the case, why wouldn't all the keepers in MLS be 21 years old with their fast re- reaction times? Because they've all got the all the knowledge and experience they need to have coming up to that. 
So I mean, it's just being a damn good shot stopper. Like I believe I'm not. I'm not saying all keepers are crap. Again, like I respect no, no, a I'm lot not, of. I'm not saying that. But if if your if your contention is a high school keeper already knows all of that information that they need to know, then why isn't about all the where MLS to stand? And I'm just that's why isn't what, all the MLS keepers because they're fast reaction. I mean, you get slower reactions, you get older. Okay, so why isn't all the MLS keepers 21 years old with the you know the max fast reaction time that a 21 year old has because they've got all the knowledge they need to know. Because there's a lot, they have all the knowledge they need to know about positioning, and there's a lot more that goes into keeping than that. Okay, like, so I think, I think what you're I think saying, being a good keeper, I think this is we've actually I remember having this conversation last year. I think a really good athlete and someone who just has a knack for diving and hand-eye coordination, I think you could make that person a very good keeper in a very short amount of time and be better than a lot of these guys that we're just, that we're talking about. You could make them a and that's without keeper and that's without having the positioning. <laughs> like that's without being perfect on the positioning. I think a lot of what it comes into is just like stumbling upon this person that has this incredible knack with and hand-eye coordination. No. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> I've seen plenty of field players do that, jump in goal and and be pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and I've uh, seen that. And yeah, you know, one the yeah. saying yes, he that guy had a good game, and it's like that's very cool. You know, it was a a he's a kind of a star. I remember hearing them talk about. It. He's kind of a star of that team. He's like young. There, he he's a rising star, and so that was great. Like I'm very happy for him, and he had a good game. But like I saw a tweet. Someone shared a tweet that, like, if you're not watching this game, you're missing the greatest goalkeeping performance in CONCACAF history. No, that's wrong. <laughs> like, I'm like, what? what is going on? What Are people watching what I'm watching? But what it boils down to is he was doing a hell of a lot more than the rest of his teammates were on that field. Yes. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and he was he was really good that night. I'm not going to – that's stupid hyperbole. It was the greatest – Keeping performance of Concacaf history, yeah, well, whatever. That could okay. be a discussion in itself. It was good, um, and I I don't know all of them, so I mean that's really stupid. He was definitely good, and but there was also just something like weighing down, or just something in the back of the sporting players' minds that was just there was a an evil force that was like preventing something from happening there for a while. <laughs> seemed that way for sure. It seemed that way. <laughs> you know, hockey and soccer are both games that. A keeper, when they are really on, they stand on their head and all that stuff, can shut a team down as long as the team in front of them is half-ass competent, okay? Half-ass competent. Mm-hmm. They don't have to be even good. Uh, a keeper can do that, right? No, Like, no other position player on the field, a keeper can can do that. Now, if, if you're just letting guys dribble in on you all the time, that may you may not be able to. But even then, you've seen keepers – I mean, he in that game, he – that keeper came out and stopped two or three dribbling into the boxes at least. Okay. Um, in fact, that was one of the photos. I think I got like Johnny jumping over him or something, right? So um, I feel bad. I keep I keep feeling like we've only said that keeper or, or that guy. His name's Guerra, right? right? Jose. Jose Guerra. Good, good for him. Yes. You know, one point about goalkeeping is the one save that Millie had to make early in the second half. If you remember, the guy took a forty-yard shot and Negrete did. And it was, you know, the, he oh, bobbled one, it, and the, it was it was knuckling, and Mealy bobbled it, but mm-hmm. he stayed with it, kept it in front of him, didn't give up a rebound. Yeah, I you remember. know that. That's a little bit of a difference between what Jose was doing and what Melia had to do. 
because you know, a different he, skill set. Yeah. yeah. Well, and he he was standing there for <laughs> yeah exactly yeah the whole yeah. game, and then all right. of a sudden had to do it <laughs> right. So yeah, it's it's also another thing when you're bored and all of a sudden you have to do something. You like got to be mentally sharp the entire time. So so yes, good good on Gara, but the floodgates opened and Sporting showed they are who we thought they were. <laughs> But let's not gloss over that finish that Amos made. I mean, that was a hell of a finish. Which the first one? The first one was great, but the second one, the second one, I got so excited. Second about. one was sweet too, but that's just, nothing may have ever happened if he hadn't finished that first one. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but man, his second goal is just one of those that like that is going to be there so often it's for class. this team. Like yeah. that, like Namath getting in that spot where if he just if he can put that home, where he just needs that one touch, just. Get the position just barely, and if he's able to put that home, then this team is going to be very scary. Just got to do it semi-consistently. Correct. And before we get too high on Sporting Kansas City, let's talk about the next game that followed that because they didn't look as good. A one-to-one draw in Colorado in which... Thank God for Johnny Russell. In which Nemo didn't do that again. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, thank you, Johnny Russell. Johnny freaking Russell. So should we talk about sure Milius? Yeah, let's talk boo-boo, about boo or we should the, talk about just the dull first half. Yeah, which which one? We can talk about the flub. <laughs> okay. Well, the first half was boring. Mm-hmm. Okay, there wasn't a lot going on. There was no, no massive saves and massive shots, or there was very little of it. And so this was, was my girlfriend's first soccer game she watched. So yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> we had to spend time talking about many other things. Whoops. Regarding soccer. <laughs> Sorry um, to interrupt. Go ahead. <laughs> sometimes it's TMI. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> but then Tim made a mistake. and I, Of which I can't recall another one yet so far besides that one. Not like that. Yeah. I think he's made a couple other mistakes, but nothing quite like that. And for a team that is dedicated to playing the ball out of the back and possessing out of the back, that is going to happen once in a while. Right. It's inevitable. And with a guy who played on your team last year and knows you, at least, I mean, so it's a little bit more dangerous there. Was that the worst part of it that Rubio picked it up and put it in? I don't know. <laughs> How about the, like, his goofy celebration? Some considered that the worst part of it. Oh, I didn't really. What did he do exactly? Well, I don't know. Extra time radio. I'm I'm referencing extra time radio because of that goal and him doing the thing with his eyes. I don't know. That was probably an inside joke between Colorado. I'm not like mm. worried about that. But they did have a discussion on you know if you're celebrating against your old team, right? Yeah, right. There's, Which I I don't have a problem with. I think there was excessive celebration. I mean, it's again he was traded, so it's not like I don't know. He and he wasn't here for ten years or anything, right? I, I think it was tacky if he like jumps up and down and like oh my god that's you know the greatest thing ever kind of thing, but he scored and it it meant a lot to him so I'm yeah. I'm okay if he celebrated. Didn't we all know? Not just us as studio, all of you listening. Didn't you just know Rubio was going to score that game? It Pretty just, much, yeah, yeah. It just seemed like it was going to happen. I would have put a small amount of money on it. I I almost put him. On, I almost got him on fantasy for the week, but. I decided against it. My fandom won out on that one. But can I just say Kamara and Phil Hubbard did not look good? And I was kind of happy about that. But eh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think Kamara looked bad. I think him and Rubio, if they have more time to work right. together. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because uh, remember, Kai was brought in kind of late in yeah. that deal. So I don't 
I don't think they had a ton of time to work together in preseason. Yeah. Right. They, um, and Kai is a guy who, I, I mean, I really like Kai a oh, lot. Oh, yeah, me too. And the one thing with Kai is, because I, I, I used to say that when he was with sporting, was that he's never met a shot he didn't like. So if he <laughs> sees the goal, he'll take the shot. It, it could be 60 yards out. It could be 40 yards out. It could be at any weird angle. It could be at any weird body turn. If he thinks that he can put it even remotely near goal, he takes the shot, which happen it which works just often enough to keep him doing it all the time. So he has a terrible, or at least has in the past, had a terrible shot on goal, you know, on goal versus shot ratio. Um, but he just enough of them goes in, it keeps him doing it. If he took, he was if he was just like a touch more selective, I think mm-hmm. he'd be even more deadly. Yeah. Uh, I do want to talk about Johnny's goal. One thing I found, or my favorite part of it, was it was him and Zussi that were lining up. Right. And I don't, it, we might have been talking about it in Slack. I remember this conversation somewhere about that Zussi was getting closer. He'd hit, you know, he'd uh, he'd had two, right. he'd, hit the, he'd hit the post, he had that one that was a miraculous save, and it was just seemed like he was getting closer. And I think so many people that were watching this, seeing him line up, were like, "Yes, Zussi, let Zussi do it." And uh, if you're if you listened after the game, Johnny in an interview said they were standing there discussing it. Zussi said he wanted it, and Johnny was just like, "No, I yeah, I told him that I was feeling it, and <laughs> Zussi let him take it." And that is, I love every single part of that. One that just that. When Johnny's feeling it, he's going to do it. But two, the trust among these teammates that Zussi, knowing he's been get, he's just been inching closer, you know he really wanted to take that, but saw it and trusted Russell when he when he said he wanted it and he felt it, and it worked. And they salvaged a point out of a otherwise ugly game. The Bearded Brothers. The Bearded <laughs> Brothers. I like that. The Band of Bearded Brothers. <laughs> I'm going to have to... Start that somehow. <laughs> Band of bearded brothers. Who else does it? How many other beards we have on the team? No one else I can think of. Pontus. Oh. Do have Quase one? has one, doesn't he? Doesn't he? <laughs> yes, no, he doesn't right now. Yes, stubble. <laughs> How did I just picture that in my head very briefly? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is a little bit scary. <laughs> um, I think Roe had one for a while. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's just the no shallow e the yeah. beard bash bros. This is what we're getting at. Not the band of beards. There's just two of them. Is two of them a band? No. I don't think no. so either. It depends on which instruments they play. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, okay. any, uh, any final thoughts on... Uh, I'm just going to move right past that. Joke <laughs> right. Just quickly moving past Nothing it. to see here. <laughs> uh, any final thoughts on the Colorado game? Anything we missed? I don't think we missed anything, but I think a lot of people were really, really down on them for that game. And... A, Colorado is better than they were in the previous years. Their coach is doing a little bit better. They have they brought in some players, and you have three guys on that team that all have a reason to play well against sporting. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of people are very down on sporting for that. And if it wasn't for a flub from a guy who normally doesn't flub, they walk away with a win, or even if they don't, it's still they walk away with a 0-0 tie. Um, so it's it's still it's a game that was okay. It wasn't a great game from sporting. And it's going to be an argument about rotation and all that stuff, and I we we could talk for hours about that. Yeah, but it wasn't a bad result 
on the road against a team that has that's improving their stock at least as the as the season goes on. I think now they they might fall apart. I mean, it's Colorado; they have a history of that. But yeah, so it wasn't the, a bad result. Early season draw away at Colorado after a crowded schedule. No, everyone would take a draw there. I think it's just the way they saw the game. It's you know people are complaining about the rotation and too tired already and all that stuff. But hey, they're doing well in in CCL, and other than a last second goal in LA and a flub from Melia, they could be, you know, two wins and a draw. Yeah, and instead they it's this, one one one. This time off, which they knew where it was coming. So yeah, so yeah. and plus you had some injuries in there too, and um, that you know hurt. We didn't know about Hurtado being as serious he was, as he was, things like that. But there were some injuries in there that caused them to basically stay with a very similar lineup. So and Fed, you mentioned that Colorado's better than they used to be. In the last podcast, or we had one podcast where you were, you were not worried about this game at all. It was, it was you were you wanted to, to throw everything at CCL, and you weren't worried about this terrible team of Colorado on the weekend. I got receipts, that? man. We'll go back. <laughs> oh, no, I won't do that. That's too much to go back and listen. I to. thought that might have been me, actually, but okay. No, you guys, was over there. You guys gave me a little crap about it, of course. I don't. So. <laughs> Worried about? I wasn't worried about Colorado. I mean, I'm not. I don't think I was dissing them quite as much as what you're making a sound. But maybe I was. And if I did, well, hey, I could be wrong sometimes too. So in three MLS games, we have four points, right? It's not a bad take. It's not the worst, especially yeah. when you're two of them were road games, yeah. and when you right. one of them against LA, right? Right, a good team. And but when still, you've... we could have more. That's the frustrating part. But yeah, right. That's but... not bad. Well, if they weren't in CCL, they would. Yeah, in, in in the midst Probably. of that, in the midst of that, you've made a CCL quarterfinals. So. Right. Yeah. And you get to play in that beautiful stadium. But we've got these injuries, which are a little disturbing, and I believe that's our next topic. It is. That was a quality segue. Yeah. Robert. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, Eric Hurtado had surgery on Tuesday in Lee Summit. What up, Lee Summit? Bad. <laughs> uh, really? Yeah, I worked topic? there arthroscopic surgery on his right knee and he will be out two to three months. Yeah. That's why Johan was subbed in during the uh, Colorado game. Yeah. I'll be honest. I did not even notice his absence from the, uh, the 18. I, I did. Um, as w- the last two games, by the way, he's been the last two games. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Which actually, that's still one of the questions I have about the Colorado game. Why they went with 17 instead of the full 18. I mean, I understand Hurtado was hurt, and uh, Wallace was back here with potentially having a baby right away, which I guess right. he did have a, a couple days later. I thought that's what that was, that Hurtado, or that uh, Wallace had to okay, bail but, last minute, I thought. So, I mean, I understand not having him there, but you still have guys like Kuzain or Gideon Zalalem. I mean, unless Zalalem's not eligible yet, maybe. Mm, yeah, yeah, I didn't I mean, think about that. He's, maybe they just didn't want the expense. I don't know. Who knows? But, but <laughs> I'm just throwing out things here. I don't know. <laughs> if, if they're not going to save on a pl- one plane ticket at this point, you know, they take guys all the time that aren't going to play. They've taken guys that were hurt, and you know they weren't going to play before. Was there a swope game around there anyway, or anything? No, no, I don't think last so. week, no. There was no swope okay. game last weekend. So, unless Kuzain's hurt and we didn't know about it, which I mean could be. And the only thing is, like Zalalem. Uh, He's American, so there's no green card to get or any, you know, visa transfer or anything like mm-hmm. that. 
but the one thing could be that they were waiting on an ITC card. But I, th- I would have thought that would have been quick because Premier League. I mean, these are all leagues that are used to that stuff. So. Well, he also just might not be on Vermees's first team radar yet. Also, I don't. But he's put guys on the bench that weren't going to play before. Yeah. And that would have been a perfect time for him to not play and just get a sample of the travel and the. So there, I mean, there might have been something else. He might have been traveling to get, you know, his household set up or something. You know, I mean, they've they've let guys miss games for that stuff too when you weren't going to be a starter. But it just seemed odd that one of those guys didn't sit on the bench. Even Tyler Freeman let him sit there and watch the game up close. You know. Yeah, Tyler Freeman is presumably on this depth chart somewhere. At at striker, uh, other we we mentioned Kraze, Kwaze, other options. Daniel Shallowy. Many fans have been wanting to see that, including myself. Yeah, Johnny Russell says he's he's an option, but very vocal nah. about his uh, preference to yeah the outside <laughs> and cutting in, which is on display every like few minutes in a game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Johnny needs to stay outside, right? Yeah. Uh, then yeah, Tyler Freeman maybe. Uh, Zusi once played a false nine, kind of. We yeah, think that's maybe not gonna happen. that was before he was ensconced in defense. Uh, Gutierrez could do that maybe. Goody potentially. Busio. Uh, Does Busio? I mean, we've always we've always mentioned Busio like that, but has he ever actually like played striker? Besides, as a child, I'm, he's still a child. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he has. Yeah, um, you know, in the academy, if you're playing, so I'm, I'm pretty sure they said he was like, you know, anything in the attack at, at one point. Um, so even like Freeman, though, everybody thinks of him as a center forward striker, but I was told at one point that they think he's better as an attacking mid. So, I think I saw our very own Chad is putting together a piece on this very discussion right now, so keep an eye out for that one on thebluetestament.com. But I've got a question related to this. All right, so who would you say is Sporting's MVP so far? I would throw out Gerso or or Namath, the two guys who have injuries behind them. Are are we all worried about early fatigue in Gerso and Namath because of these injuries, or... I think well, I think Namath is probably good to go. I don't see him. I would think so. He doesn't do the. I mean, he obviously he obviously does the running because right. he, if he didn't, he wouldn't be out there. But maybe not to the extent that Dom Dwyer ran down the keeper every right, right. single freaking time he had the ball with every might he had, you know. So I think Namath got. I think he's fine. Uh, Gerso hasn't even. Played every game. Yeah, but it's going to only increase his time. But what yeah. do you think? Gerso, Namath, MVP so far? I mean, don't they have to be? Yeah. I'll, I'll, Where I'd, would I'd, you without either of them? I'd prefer Nemo. Yeah. Because Gerso still makes me. <laughs> right. Just yeah. Just makes me so insane. <laughs> but he has been huge, though. He really has. I yeah. mean, how many times has he been the one that's brought the ball down into the box and that has ended in a goal, whether it's his assist or somebody yeah. else's? He's he's created lots of problems for the defense and makes yeah. them pay attention to him, which opens up somebody else a little bit. So, yeah. I said yeah, out loud. Part of the process. I said out loud after one of his patented plays, I said, Gerso, why are you like this? 
<laughs> why are you it's like part of this? his charm come it on just like came out of me just very sincerely like <laughs> why is he like this man why is he so nice what do you have, do you have a problem with that <laughs> didn't somebody he's say a very nice guy if, if he had the finished product he'd be in the epl didn't oh, somebody yeah. make that comment he is yeah <laughs> he is he really is like every single time he's got that build up and he looks so dangerous but then it's just like what's what happened and then like one out of ten is actually really dangerous yeah yeah, yeah if well. he could make that five out of ten he's he's going to portugal or something you know but he like gives us an element we don't <laughs> have going and... back to portugal yeah he's already there all right yeah that's true that's why i'm there uh, and actually i think the the difference like one of the differences i see this year is last year it was one out of ten and this year it's two or three out of ten hey we're it's getting, getting dangerous okay <laughs> he makes it's true it's true he is more dangerous and He's also been way more physical this year. I mean, he's I, yeah. in my opinion, yeah. he's he's bodying up on people and knocking people over instead of like, you know, being a like a ten year old kid out there. Yeah, I'd be interested to see his, the number of fouls he's had because I do feel like you're right. I think he has been doing that, and I think I've noticed more fouling also. Yeah, um, and and some some of it tactical, some of it probably bogus, just because he's like reaching in, but. <laughs> So, Hurtado, uh, what is your – who is your first choice backup now? Namath uh, is, for some mysterious reason, taken out of the picture and unavailable for the next game. What do you do? Well, I think we're all inside screaming no that <laughs> that ever happens. But... After, you, after we've all dried our eyes, yeah. <laughs> what do you do? Oh, I would give Crozet a chance. And I say chance because, yeah, the minute he's not effective, I'd try something else. But he'd be my first choice. I don't think Crozet is a guy you can, like, say what, the second he's not effective and take him out because <laughs> that's, just the that's way really feel, pretty much going to ruin Not him, what I would really okay? do. Come on, Thad. Um, I really think Crozet. so cut and dried, Thad. <laughs> oh, don't listen to what you actually say? Damn. <laughs> You want me to treat you like Cody? No, <laughs> yeah. um, no, but it, he's a guy that needs to play. He's a guy yeah. that needs the consistency oh, of, yeah. you know, of the mo- the the uh, the momentum. I don't know the right word. Oh, I agree with you for sure. He needs yeah. to have that consistency of playing, and he'll be better. I think. Just like Namath. Um, so if he was out there, I actually wouldn't have a problem with him being our center forward. Quite honestly. As the, I don't necessarily want him the starting center forward, but if he was playing it, I I, I don't have a real problem with it. I think consistency of play there is key. You're right, is key for Quasi just because of like what we saw last year. I know there was like new to the league warm up period, but the more he got involved, the better he started to play. Well, I mean, I think that's the case for ninety percent of players, right? But I mean, you know, I would say Shaolin too. But I'm just thinking, Shalouis. You know, he's injured right now, so I didn't factor him in. But so Thad, you would you would go quasi with with the knowledge that Shalouis probably injured, at least not wanting them to start right now. I would definitely go with Croze. And also, I don't think it changes up how they play with the with Croze being in there. Quite honestly, because when they're at their best right now, you have Felipe making runs into the box. You have Espinosa making runs into the box. You have Namath making runs into the box. You have Russell, Gerso. You have all all five attacking guys. And you can even throw in Ilya and uh, Zussi and Sinovic making runs into the box. They all are overlapping and making those runs at different times, which I think fits a Croze style. Okay? He can actually 
be the guy on the outside of the box pulling the string or taking the the weird shot at the corner or whatever or making the run also. And he's got the strength to to body off people and hold up the ball or lose it and win it back right away, which he's done. When he loses it, he's done pretty good at winning it back lately. So I I think he would be a guy that could do that, where Shallowy, I think, is more of a guy that needs to get the ball running towards the, the goal or at least have the ball at his feet with an option to turn towards goal, not with his back towards goal. That's where I, w- I don't like Shallowy being there. It changes up how they have to play. They need to feed him with runs into the box. They have to feed him into doing it where more than him doing it for other people. I I would – Shallowy would still be my first. I would like to try that. But I guess we should mention he is on the – for anyone that doesn't know, he is on the injury report with an ankle injury since I don't know when. And neither do any of my podcasters. No, he got pulled out of the independent into oh, that's right, yeah. game, yeah. So that's right, that's right. Yep. Looks like he got stepped on. Right. Yeah. But you know, Colorado game. No. 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 F- it was uh, it was at home. The one. Yeah. At home. No. You're, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. The. Um, Andreu Fontas. Let's talk about him briefly. Another injury. He went out in the LAFC game. And Vermees mentioned that he might be available again for Colorado, and he was not in the lineup. Uh, he's dealing with a hip pointer right now. What is a hip pointer? Isn't a hip – so a hip pointer is not something you have. The pointer is the problem, right? <laughs> is that <laughs> is that the issue? The pointer is the ailment there? I don't have a hip pointer right now that's injured. It's the pointer is the injury. Okay, it is a contusion on the pelvis caused by a direct blow or a bad fall at the iliac, iliac crest or hip bone. There yeah. we go. Science. There you go. Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to talk thing. about him briefly. Uh, Barath has been playing well. He has. He's a good backup. But I do think this team is missing some of its swag Without Fontas. Is that due to what? His skill in the ball, you believe, or what? Yeah, our ability to begin an attack. The way they very much so like playing from the back this year. He is the one that I think kickstarts it a lot of the time. He has a calmness on the ball, that Barcelona pedigree we've often talked about. And... I think he just sees things as far as going forward that Borath doesn't, or Borath doesn't have the ability to do right now. Yeah, yeah. I think he plays that inside ball a little bit more, especially finding Ilya. He's, he's he can penetrate a little more from the backside for sure. Well, that did not sound good. <laughs> but anyway. penetrate from the backside <laughs> on the back line. That was we'll, we'll change it to that. Fontas. Um. <laughs> so, so we. Uh, we haven't seen if he's practicing. We don't know how soon he's back, do we? No. I've not made it out to practice this week. And last week was so crazy, they really never practiced here. Um, the one – I'm just going to – because I have to play a little counterpoint. You know that, right? So I, I, I mostly agree with what you're saying about Fontas and his ability to pass the ball and all that. I completely agree with. What I, I don't know right now is because we have a very small sample set with him. Right. Okay. 
and it was both against Toluca essentially because he came out fairly early against LA. I don't remember the time, but it wasn't sixty eighth. Was it that? Mm-hmm. Um, and we weren't looking that good against LA. Bob didn't just pull that out of nowhere. We looked this up. Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, but and we weren't always looking that good at LA. So the sample where he looked really good was against the Mexican team that was in complete disarray and getting their manager fired. And we haven't right. seen him against much else since then, right? So L.A. for half a game, two-thirds of a game, where where Sporting didn't look all that great. They looked okay, but they didn't look all that great. Huh? <laughs> I was You you realized earlier that Barath has now played more. We've seen more yes. of Barath than we have right. Fontas. So he's we've seen him more, and he's done really pretty well, and I think he's actually gotten a little better every game. His passing is good. He's more physical than Fontas. He's little. He looks a little faster than Fontas. He's hungry uh, on set pieces too. Right. Unintended. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and but he and he's better on set pieces. So I don't know that. The nice thing here is okay that when Fontas is back, I would have zero issue with Fontas and and Botan starting. Yeah. Same. And Beasler getting a, a game rest right. and Absolutely. being on the bench and rotating those three guys, not like every single game, but you're rotating them enough that they are getting some rest and we're minimizing the injury impact for that. And then you'd also have the ability to play those three guys as a three-man back line for when you needed to. So, Yeah, three three quality center backs. I'm pleased with that. And we still haven't seen Abdul Guatabaye. Yeah. <laughs> other than... Uh, you know, in practice a little bit. Well, speaking of that, how does Alelum look on his first day? Were you able to observe much? I know you were there. Not much. Yeah. They showed they, they kicked us out pretty quickly. Right, so. yeah. Which, again, I was, I was hoping to get out there today, but just the car situation wasn't allowing that and daughter practice. That's quite stuff. a saga still, isn't it, your car? Oh, uh, getting should be getting a new one soon. <laughs> okay, good. Well, a newer one soon. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> but, yeah. Got the... Had to move the money around, you know, <laughs> change the funds. Got the check in the bank now. Okay. Um. So anyway, yeah, that that should be solved. But uh, Abdul looked pretty good in practice. Again, it was pretty limited practice and stuff. Okay, so we are recording Wednesday night. This will be posted Thursday morning. And on Thursday, those hungry Hungarians are going to be in action our three Hungarians are on international duty and they're playing Slovakia. I don't know what time that is. I didn't look at the time. I wrote it down, but then I didn't look at the time. Sorry. 2.45 p.m. There it is. ESPN 3. And also, Scotland and Johnny Russell are going to be in action. They're playing Kazakhstan. Johnny's got in good graces with the Scotland team. I'd like to see him get another start. This is, uh, oh, it's Euro qualifying, right? So the guy we were after, supposedly, is he on the roster as well? The Scottish roster? The guy we were after. Oh. The center forward. Uh, Naismith. Yeah. Naismith. Right, right. I didn't, I don't know if he is or not. I'm going to go ahead and say we got the better Scotsman, though. He's <laughs> got the better beard. Okay, so yes, tune in to watch those. I'll watch the I'll watch the Hungary one. I'll watch what I can. I'm not sure. When do, what time did you say the Hungary game was? Two forty five. 
Yeah, that's gonna be out of on ESPN three and watch ESPN. I'll uh, I'll go back and try to watch it on replay. All right. Any final thoughts, gentlemen? I am extremely happy, I must say, that Sporting is in the CONCACAF Champions, Scotia, Bank CONCACAF Champions League semifinals. Everyone, be, Robert Russert. It's going to be a hell of a series. It's going to be fun. He is very we happy. We will talk about that next time, though. But, yes, yeah, I'm very happy, like I always would have been. So, there. That looks confused. <laughs> I'm, just giving him, I'm just giving him looks. I yeah. just hope these three He's... injuries we've suffered do not, you know, from our heavy load have a negative effect. Yeah, I think the a lack of Hurtado, that one does hurt for the Monterey series. That one that one sucks. Yeah. He wouldn't I don't think he's gonna play in those because he's not the better option. Oh you just saying he gives a different so, look but or? so maybe he would have played in the MLS game in between instead of Nemo, you know, I don't know. Then he'd play somebody else there. I mean it, I don't yeah. think it's gonna hurt that much. It, like we said we had the options and Yeah. Um, quite you know the window's still open. True that. So that is that is a real quick question though. Should they go out and try to get somebody right away? No. I mean, there there are. Vermees claims that he's always trying. So yeah, of course he is. So. Well, yeah, I want him to go try harder for the next. <laughs> like you don't want him. Like he's never going to waste money or something that he thinks is making a rash decision for a two month period. No. I don't think so either. So but I know that some people are gonna think that they should have or should. Well one thing about this team has always been and, and Vermees is very good at preparing, make sure they're ready, is opportunity comes up, people are ready to fill it in. That's been a staple with this team. So hopefully they'll stay stay the course. I say start Tyler Freeman. Throw the kid out there. What is he is he gonna be able to start for Swope? I would bet he starts this weekend. Who is the Swope Park Rangers starting striker right I was going to ask that, actually, because we didn't little, mention anybody. I was a little afraid to ask it. But <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, you better. Um, In the last game, it was Wilson Harris. Who's oh, I do know that name. Academy kid. Uh, yeah. 19, I think. Kind of, he's, he's decent. I mean, he's not like a... Super scoring machine so far in USL, but he did really good scoring in uh, Academy. And I think he's going to have uh, Mensa, which is a Ghanaian, Ghanaian. Oh, Mensa, yeah. Uh, I think he would have probably been in the lineup last week, or at least, I mean in the 18, but he had just showed up like a few days before that. Uh, not last week, in their first game at New York. But so he uh, he just showed up like a few days before that game when they played, which was two weeks ago, two weekends ago. So anyway, I think he'll be in the eighteen this weekend. Maybe not starting, but all right. Uh, before I wrap things up, Thad, say something prophetic. My daughter plays her first high school that's game not tomorrow. Prophetic. <laughs> I was gonna let you talk about that, but that's not prophetic. It's profound for me. Okay, she's starting. Yes, his daughter's got her first high school game tomorrow. We're all excited. Good luck. And of the two two positions a, I want her not to play, she's playing one of them. <laughs> and it's a pink out, people. No, it's not. That's not tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> Anybody want to buy a pink out shirt? Let me know. Lee Summit North and Lee Summit West soccer it benefits the Stephanie Vest Foundation. There we go. So, let me know. Okay. Well, that concludes our episode here. 
We are the Blue Testament. Make sure to join the website, join our community, make an account, drop us a comment, tell us what you like or don't like about us. We enjoy that. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Blue Testament KC. Any final thoughts? You look like that's got something on his mind. No, I, I just think you're doing really well at that. Like, like you're a radio professional. Oh, it's almost like I work in radio. <laughs> All right, so we will talk and, to you. And Bobbert has a goofy grin. Yeah, we've got nothing, nothing this weekend, but we will give you a preview of the Monterey game. Wait, Swill no, that's Park, not even Montreal. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. We do have something this weekend. Swell Park Rangers play on ah, Saturday. Ah, dang it, Cody. <laughs> I, don't mean to, I don't mean to gloss over the Swell Park Rangers. We just talked about them. They're very important. They've got a game this weekend. Out at CMP. Four o'clock. And we will discuss that briefly. We will discuss the Montreal game. Give you a preview for that next week. On another shade of blue. I like that. I'm going to start using that. Each one is a shade of blue. It is. That's why it's part of the name, man. Okay. Good night. Until, until next week. Go sporting. Woo! Has just been sent off. Some part of strong evolve comes off my fun buttings. Got me drinking. My fun buttings got me drinking. My foot buttings got me drinking. Give me real whiskey when I gin. Anything to shake this foot I'm in. My fun buttings got me drinking. My foot buttings. Yeah.